Did you know they made a sequel to Saturday Night Fever? Yeah, it's like sat- Sunday, Sunday mornings. <laughs> Sunday, the Sunday morning blues, baby. Uh... Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. All right, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Case. I'm H, how's it going? Good, good. I have the most jerk practicey tiny scenario for you. Okay. Um, so I was at work on Friday. I was talking with someone at the bar, and they made a. Have, they asked me of all people, "Have you seen Don't Throw Mama from the Train?" Oh, how dare they! And I was like, "Dude, dude!" And before we could like talk about it, I just hear a. <clears throat> you know. That actress is my first cousin. Mama Fratelli? Mama Fratelli. And I went, Mrs. Fratelli from the Goonies? (laughs) And I looked, and it was a trans woman that looked just like Mama Fratelli. And I went, oh, you don't say. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, cousin is a stretch, (laughs) right? It was just like, she's in my family. And I went, I bet she is. Cousin Fratelli is a great name. <laughs> so I was like, I can't wait to tell Hots because I was like, this is a jerk practice sketch in real life. Because if we performed it, people would be like, what? Wait, what? And I was like, this is just, the universe is providing. Am I writing? Am I at the stick now? Has Is Dom dead? And are we writing our own ticket? I'm trying to think, so, like, there's great, like, oh, no, you said trans. I, I, I don't know. I was thinking, like, um, like drag show, because for telly. So, it's like, you right. go, oh, that's right. not a trans thing, but necessarily. So, you go, like, the names, like, Hedda Lettuce is a famous drag oh, queen, yeah. right? Patty O Furniture is a drag name. Oh, right, yeah, So, yeah, like maybe the- you could be... Fratelli Savalis? <laughs> but that I, I'm trying to think of what a good uh because if you if you go <laughs> to a drag show, take Telly Savalis's name and just be like, I'm Brad Pitt. Uh, <laughs> like you can't just take someone's actual name. But I, I Telly like, Wallace, you know, like, comma yeah, George. <laughs> no, but I'm Brad Pitt. I have the you know the Chiquita the fruit head oh like with all the fruit so i'm like the pit of the bread or a big olive brad peach pit just a gross ratty nothing looks grosser (laughs) on your table than a not on uh olive pit (laughs) oh (laughs) these olives have seeds good full of pits hey can i get uh some extra olives enough to daintily remove that plate full of all the stone fruit pits and olive pits. It could just—I'll take uh, everything you got in the house with a pit. It could Thanks. just be Brad's pit, just a big old, oh, big old ar- arm? armpit beard, like armpit <laughs> kind of face covering. Oh, we'd be the worst at RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, uh, if but I gotta say, I- guys, it's about glamour, not just you stuck your beard through an armhole and you went, <laughs> "Hey, I'm Brad's pit." Get it? This is uh, Cousin Fratelli's up next. Like, oh, <laughs> this is distasteful for a drag show, no less. This is the Crag show. Sorry. You must have read the... the... <laughs> you must. <laughs> we, we happen in the basement of the drag show. No, no, you want the Crag show. Yeah, it's uh, the stage... Ha- uh, uh, 
It's the aggro crag. We bought part of the aggro crag. <laughs> it's the crag show. It's just a bunch of busted sketch comedians in all their old costumes. <gasps> oh. Smoking cigarettes and drinking uh, PBRs. Is, and trying to one-up each other. Is that not a good idea for, like, a sketch show? Is just an, like, old costume night? Like, the rule is you gotta drag out whatever old costumes you got oh, God, and do yeah. some full of sack. Uh, it would be wigs and it just stretched out old man underwear. You just call it the wig and hat show. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. We've always talked about or that. Or that's the challenge. You just. Teams come. It's like a head to head competition. JP puts it on, so we make a variety of bags full of. Oh, surprise bags. Bad costume elements. And then you gotta. That's Bring it. that's a Nickelodeon show if I ever heard one. Pitch it, pitch it. That would be fun. <laughs> but it's all forty plus year old Midland sketch comedians yeah. that are competing. <laughs> yeah, but it's hosted by Keenan Thompson, so it's got the cool factor. <laughs> <laughs> you think he'd come back for that? Why not? Well, he's already out, right? He's there's no coming back. Oh, I heard back. he's taking he's taking it from Lauren. Oh, really? It's him or Tina Fey as the is the chatter. What do you mean, him or Tina Fey? We'll run the show. Oh, oh, literally. When Lauren retires. Oh, that's interesting. I'd read somewhere there, like, some people think, and I was like, you probably couldn't find a better person to run SNL than Keenan. Right. Because he's been doing sketch comedy since he was 12. Yeah. He also doesn't seem like he's a fucking salacious dickhead. Although Lauren and Michaels just, does seem just, like he is that, so uh? he seems like he's the guy you want, and nobody—I haven't heard anybody say like, "Oh, Keenan, that piece of shit—he stole my wife." Well, Cal, maybe. Oh, right, he buried Cal. <laughs> <laughs> Cal made it out alive, though. You'll never work in this town again. Well, something about Cal did something. It it hasn't hit the page six yet, but Cal did oh, something. I don't know what it is. Oh. Because Kel was hot. That... Kel was hotter than oh, Keenan. He was the A man. He was A. He was the top. Yeah. Keenan was the straight guy. So. No, he just had the crazy hair. It would be so off. Like, it's oh, it's man. unfortunate to see any celebrity or, you know, especially comedian be like a dickhead off camera. But especially if it's Kel, who's like, where's my Evian? burger. He's the catchphrase guy. You got a hot catchphrase? You come begging. Please, Kel. Please. Can you do Holy Smogolians? <laughs> like, he could just. Holy Smogoli. Oh, that's a 70s catchphrase if I ever heard one. Yeah, right. that, that one's for. That was one. Two, I'm bringing that one to. Two weeks on Barney Miller. <laughs> I'm bringing that one to Travolta. Yeah, oh. Holy Smogoli. Please, Johnny. Please. <laughs> give me a Holy Smogoli. So, yeah, John Travolta does need another. A tree surgeon, so three surgeons, right? And the mm-hmm. so he got resurged as like his cool seventies, but he hasn't gotten tree surged, resurged as we got to Smigoli close the from loop. We gotta do. That's our pitch. We're Johnny T. I got it for you. He's Two the teacher. Words. Holy Smigoli! <laughs> what was his? What's that? Let's find out. That's well. So it won't be his catchphrase. The name of the show will be. Oh, geez. And it'll be a Cotter what? show. He's back in the he's Bronx. T- he's the one teaching. Cotter's no, dead. He's he's pushing the mop, baby. <laughs> he's the wise old janitor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's holy he's smarter than all. 
that's the it's like a Cyrano thing where he like whispers all the answers into oh. this young teacher's ear because he's just struggling. And it can be a take on how schools are shitty. So this guy doesn't want to be a teacher, undereducated, ill-informed. He's just like, it's a job. I'll get through it. But old... Cod? Baba Ganoush has been there the whole time. <laughs> Stayed at that school. Kept it standing. <laughs> helped those kids get... <laughs> That's a real mix of cultures right there. It's perfect. Uh... What's his name? Um... I keep saying Marmaluke. Rubber hose. <laughs> <character's>... uh, <laughs> What's this? It's not Danny Bonaducci. No. That's a real guy. So you got Rorschach. Horshack. Horshack. And he... oh, is he alive? Because if he's alive, he's Screech he's beat the shit out of him. And then he put the curse <laughs> on Screech. <laughs> stuck him with the hypodermic needle. He blew the spider he venom. He blew uh, <laughs> like all. Uh, um, uh, what's that movie with Van Damme? The only good movie he's made, Bloodsport. He, bl- oh, he, right. he blew. Um, and then what's that shit that's in the pipes? Poison. He blew nine eleven down his throat. What is that stuff called? <laughs> Methylenol. Yeah. Uh, asbestos. Asbestos. <laughs> uh, Rorschach. What is his name? I keep wanting to say Michael Imperioli, but it's not. <laughs> I know. I keep thinking of actual Italian people. But anyway, John Travolta's character in Welcome Back, Cotter. Well, so the thing is the one yeah. who's been holding the school up un- in disguise as the janitor. It's kind of Goodwill hunting ish. But he was He's like solving everybody's problems. He does homework for the kids, the troubled kids. But he was pre where it's like it's unacceptable to make fun of the moron. So he was just really dumb, and there was no. Uh, they didn't have any. Um, uh, uh, uh. They didn't. Have... He was also horny. Don't forget that. <laughs> well, dumb and horny. That goes hand in hand with uh, Italian Bronx nights. But uh, I don't think it took place in the Bronx, which is Bronx the nights. only place. The night New York in the seventies is all Bronx. Oops, all Bronx. Oops, all Bronx. <laughs> you said Bronx nights as a night, and all I can think about is those those greasy white boots he wears in Saturday Night oh, Fever man. transposed over the old 80s British nights so it's just Bronx nights and these sketchy shoes I didn't know that uh, they made an there was an SNL sketch it was either first or second season and it was uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Baladu- Bonaducci too it was <laughs> Belushi Barbarino Barbarino Vinnie Barbarino Vinnie Barbarino Vinnie uh, he like, I didn't realize this was a real scene from Saturday Night Fever, but the whole scene was about, like, eating pasta and how they don't like, he doesn't like eating cheap pasta. And then I saw a scene from Saturday Night Fever, and it was literally the entire scene. He's like, oh, come on. Oh, well, I don't know what it's Saturday Night Fever. Come on, Dad. It's Nothing but close. cheap pasta and tomato gravy. And they're just <laughs> slopping down pasta. He's like, your mama work hard on the gravy. And I was like, oh, my God, this that's not an SNL sketch. Like, that's just a verbatim scene. Like, they did it. A few years ago with Will Ferrell and I forget who else was in it, but I was like, that's just a funny YouTube video. And you guys just said it verbatim. It's like the like the main commercial for pot pies or something, you know, like buttery, crispy, crusty pies. And he keeps getting it wrong. They did an SNL sketch. I was like, this is crazy. It's just verbatim. That funny YouTube video. Funny both ways. No, but. Vinny Barbarino, he's the janitor. Maybe he got some smarts. He went to community college. He taught himself in that fucking janitor closet where he lives. All those books they're throwing away, he's keeping them. 
And you empty the library to fill it with uh, Game of Thrones books. He's taken Plato. Uh, he's taken the histories. Well, what ha- he's like Abe Lincoln. He's taught himself. He's writing on an old board and then uh, <laughs> scratching it off with his pocket knife to read. <laughs> They're like Abe. I know, but there is paper, Abe, and it's still cheap. It's like I yeah, just still. Um, in the jerk practice universe, though, the Holy yeah. Smigoli. If it were a jerk practice world, Holy Smigoli, its spinoff to a movie would just be the new reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street because they just burn Vinnie Barbarino alive in his janitor closet <laughs> because he's been accused well, of molesting twist. kids. It's just, it's shot and feels like a 70s reboot. You got Welcome Back. It's called Holy Smigoli. <laughs> it's got all the camp, all the laugh track, and then just it slowly... As the sun sets, gets dark, holy smogoli. Then by the second act, you're like, is this a vicious horror movie? Because if we just saw him put John Travolta into an oven. Oh my god, he would he would be an amazing, he would be an am- amazing Freddy Krueger. Holy smogoli, yeah, oh bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. Did you know they made a sequel to Saturday Night Fever? Yeah, it's like sat- Sunday, Sunday mornings. <laughs> Sunday, the Sunday morning blues, baby. Uh, uh, I do. It it's it's Saturday Night Fever, and but it has like a whole. It's it doesn't even have that in the title or something. I do know that they made that. I don't think yeah, it went it was, well. It's like a grease no, it's direct, too. It's directed by Stallone. Yes, Frank Stallone John, did the soundtrack. No, I believe did a lot of the music yeah, for yeah. it. And then Travolta is on Broadway, and mm. they're doing a. Version of Dante's Inferno, so it's like it's basically it's like the movie the movie Fame, like he's struggling in dance college and trying to make it as a high end dancer. Oh God! <laughs> it's like, how could you? I love the jump. The jump is the best part because you're like, oh okay. How much? It's like if James Bond woke up and it's like now he's a bartender in Barbados. That would be how much cocaine was in that writer's room. To make a dance Broadway sequel. Just in general, like, just the whole, like... I would argue they were sitting on mountains of cocaine roughly fashioned into some sort of chair. Right, exactly, as they chipped like, away that's how much it. cocaine, it's just like, nah, Johnny, just scoot your butt in. Also, it gets you a little bit high. Because the thing, yeah, yeah, just open up. Just, <laughs> just give a little toot. Um, <laughs> like, literally, I... We talk about, like, pitch meetings, but I can genuinely... For the first Saturday Night Fever, like, you can transport yourself there to some mm-hmm. shitty club in lower Manhattan as just two tootin' dancers having a good time. They got a little coin in their pocket. Maybe they produced, you know, uh what's some some shitty seventies movies. Maybe they produced the latest uh vehicle with Peter Falk and those roller derby babes. Right, so they got a little coin in their pocket. They're tooting cocaine. <laughs> They're like Got a little cheesecake money. This is what the this is what the movie is. A dance movie. No, they bought the rights to an article. Oh, Jesus. Okay. It was an actual, uh, like, because I, I was, I think it was probably the anniversary of when the article was written. Sure. And it's called, like, The Denizens of Bayonne or something. Like, it's got very dark, it's very much um, just a slice of life, like, look into this world about oh. these guys coming, like, busting their hump and then spending all their cash at these discotheques interesting and just interesting. this sort of world where you got these macho guys 
who do nothing but work all day, but then they put on the tights, <laughs> tight pants, and then they're just like, then it becomes like, it was like this inverse of the world. Like these guys come and then the toughest guy there has the smoothest moves. Sure. Sure. Of course. Cause they've been tapping toes like at the, the box factory all week. Right. And like, of course the club is owned by the mafia. So there's like seediness, there's drugs. So it's a cool article. It's like a, what a vice article is now. And I guess so. They just went. Uh, we're gonna make that into a movie. See, that's <laughs> talk about gravy. Talk about your mom's sauce. <laughs> that's the thing about disco. I think it's because of our era. We're like, disco's for sissies because you know punk and like all that came as like an ant in contra- uh, like as a contrary to it. But yeah, like yeah. disco was just meatheads looking to score basically, and they're like, "This is what I got to do. This is what I got to do." So I bet it was nothing but machismo right. on that ridiculous dance to, floor go to get late right have some drinks go to a nightclub now it's horrendous like a dance club oh, nothing yeah, but reason nothing but greasies and easies and sleazies and then you pay like 200 dollars for a bottle of vodka oh just to sit it on and your table cheap now just to sit on your table i remember i got in trouble like i used to work for a guy who would uh moonlight as a club promoter which just meant you convince people to pay you for pay a for table. Flyers. You convince people to pay for a table at the club. You give a percentage. You get like a tiny percentage. And then you have to convince them to buy a bottle because you have to have a bottle if you're at a table. And I remember he's like, yeah, come out. And I came out. It was it's this club called Lavo. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. I had a few two. I had a few tecates at work. So because I'm not buying oh, drinks gotta get, there. Gotta get ready. But you walk in. That's that's our mama's gravy. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, but you do walk in, and it's nothing but steam and lights. It was like very intense setting, almost like a rave kind of. So after yeah, you've had yeah. a few cigarettes and beers, you know you're feeling high. You go in, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is good." The thing is, I started sucking down that free bottle at the table. You're not supposed to do that. That's a show bottle because that gets too low. <laughs> they gotta replace it. So I got in it's trouble. Salt water. And then I yeah, I got in. I got I got. Uh, the old ousty. I got ousted at a club that you can do anything at, anything. Got you by the except for B. The old pack of the pants. <laughs> except for except for my dance moves. Anything but bad dance moves. <laughs> no, I don't have much experience. I have the. There was one time there was a uh, this bar slash restaurant in Williamsburg. It was in this old building off McCarran Park, uh, and it, during the day it was a you know like I said it was a restaurant bar. But then there were certain nights where they do dance nights, and they take the whole back of the restaurant and move everything, and just had a DJ play fucking music. You're like, right. Just pro- not like remake music. It was just like he played Prince. Yeah, sure. Play, you know, like just, and it was so fun, right? Because it's just a room full of strangers, and you're all getting drunk, and you're all just. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's what you need, for sure. So that's the difference. Like, that that sounds fun. Like, they actually, that wasn't our scene, but remember at Rafifi, like, they'd be like, oh, close yeah, it down. The, the bridge and Tunnel night. They yeah. would they would clear. Friday after the show. Yeah, they would, show. You would have to get cleared out right away because they would open up. Rafifi was crazy. Remember they rented VHSs there during the day. You could rent mm-hmm. video. yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, they cleared out for dance night, but it was super young kids. It was more like the and every single night they got a ticket 
viol- they got violated yeah. like the fire department show every single night that's they why had they got that shut down yeah yeah that's why it all went away the neighborhood board shut them down for those cuz they're making fucking hand over You're, fist cash oh my god yeah on those nights and it was just they finally the neighborhood got gentrified enough yeah. to where the neighborhood board was like get the fuck out of here yeah that sucks that's too bad then it became a yoga studio where they do fucking dance nights. I'm at. sure. I'm sure they do. Uh, yeah, and there's no jeans in that yoga studio. That's a bummer. That was a fun block. I bet it is lame now. You probably wouldn't recognize it. Now. I don't think so. I walked past it once when I was still living there. I think it was one night where I was hanging out at your house, your and Meg's place. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to walk to the L. So I just did this meandering walk through to the LG stop so I could go home and I was like you know I, I had a good buzz on so I was like get piece of pizza and just walk down memory lane and I was like this sucks man yeah this sucks man I remember <laughs> where's my youth remember we went to there was another club farther it was south of Houston most people it's called it was called pianos that's probably still there but it totally oh, it, it was a cool like indie comedy had cool indie comedy nights and like mm-hmm. uh uh karaoke nights and it was super fun and then it i don't know if it was owners or it just decided to do a whole shift in ethos or whatever but like when we went we we're like oh this is like a shitty like uh like kind of i don't want to use the word guido so i'll just use it like because we went there and we we're like this is gross. And then didn't you see some guy get a hand job at the bar? I was just going to say, that was what it was. You, it was me, you, and Trish. That's what I thought. And yeah. we went and we were at the upstairs bar and it was shoulder to shoulder. And we were standing with our backs to the crowd so Trish could have the place by the bar. And she just like looked over and was like, tapped us both. And she was like, okay, hey, that guy's getting a hand job. It's like let's let's get out of the splash zone here. Yeah, I did that, yeah. and I immediately was like, "That poor bar back. Uh, He's gonna have to mop some guy's fucking jizz off the." Uh, it's the shitty job enough. Regardless, hump and ice. Then once yeah. you start introducing extra bodily fluids, no thanks. Yeah. You got to, uh, just throw. A, I'm just throwing a napkin and bar olives at it. That's leaving. Yeah, it. just 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 the brine. Just what? Take that down. <laughs> sanitize it. Uh, it can happen anywhere. I remember when I used to work at the city center that one time, I, you and I worked at the city center Starbucks, and I went upstairs. They had a very sad, as every oh, seedy cafe. Seedy cafe with just your classic steak and company and whatever else is up there. And a crepe place that no one ever went to. <laughs> right. But stayed open forever. You get a Subway sandwich, and then I went there, and there's another level up above it. I was like, I'll go up there. Because this was back in the day. They had ashtrays. If you went to the second level, you could smoke. Went up oh, there. Yeah. Had my, uh, they had the dollar menu at the time, either dollar chicken or dollar quarter pounder with cheese. Had my one of each, and uh, just watched a guy get a hand job under the old table. Smoking <laughs> your... a cigarette. I didn't. I was like, "Here we go." They didn't care. Cheers. He cheers that cigarette. <laughs> there the you tip go. of his cock burning a little bit. Oh man. Yeah. So it takes it takes all kinds. Takes. You got to get it where you can get it. Oh man. What else is going on? Now that's a great kink. Like, no, nah, honey. Only mall food courts. They're that's bad. a dangerous one too. Oh yeah. Uh, mall food court bathrooms are generally pretty rough 
The Manhattan Mall, I don't know if it's, I don't even know if that building is still standing. Best food court in right. Manhattan, in the city, you know why? They have an Arby's. Oh, fuck, they do well, have That was an the Arby's. only That's Arby's right. in I think you and I Manhattan. hoofed it there to, just to get Arby's. Of course, one. why else would you hoof it there? Because I think we Go saw some lids? with an Arby's and we're like, stop, stop, stop. You and I, where did you get that? <laughs> you and I went to Lids, so we're wearing our, our tricolor. <laughs> White Sox hat with the Florida Lees. We stop at the uh, Sun Surfing Company, so we got our vans yep. on and cool book bags. Fresh pair. And then we get a, a big Montana. Get the white ones, then you can draw whatever you want cool. on Cool. Everybody wearing white shoes these days. Always a mistake. Always a mistake. That's a flex I will never get behind. The white shoe. It's tough. Even a light colored shoe it's is It's like hard. a white pants. It means you're just so far above me. Oh, no sauce is spilled here. Or you do laundry ten times. Yeah, yeah. Which is also a sign of affluence. Sure. Oh, my God. I uh, So, moved to New York. We got a laundry around the corner. Laundry once a week. It's not bad. But uh, I'm taking it easy on the laundry. So, I was like, I want light loads of laundry every week. So, for old dumb dad, like, obviously, the girls' clothes, they wear it and it goes in the laundry. Meg has yeah, self-respect. Yeah. She wears it. goes in the laundry. Not me. I found a Lysol fabric spray. So I just give it a sanitize, hang her back oh, yeah. up. Turns out I'm wildly allergic to it. So Ooh, I, I mentioned to big load now. I mentioned to you, I, I, I so I didn't. I'm not the underwear goes in. I'm not a. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fascist. Well, after you put them inside out, yes. Day, so you get both sides. So, but I did do it to like a pair of shorts, and I got these. Um, you were talking about BVDs, and I was like, I got a story for you. I was like, you know what? Amazon opened up. I, uh, I'm i low on underwear. I'm spending all Getting this underwear Ridge. money. So I, not even, they're Vietnamese blacks. And Ooh, at least black. So black briefs. Oh, they're going to be purple after one wash, <laughs> and then you're a, in trouble. A seven pack. They're so classic. <laughs> I was like, I'm going with them because they're so classic. They're, they have no brand name. They just have a tag inside. That I made the mistake of ripping the tag out of one, and it just every single thread came apart. So I was like, "All right, it was still a good deal." I'm one underwear down. The bands is just a white band with a thin blue stripe and a thin red stripe. It's just like a college wide ruled notebook paper. So I was like, "These are basic briefs. I can handle briefs for nine dollars for seven. What's that? That tag is sharp. sharp. You got to cut it. Edge. It's just oh yeah, cut it. And it just there's no washing instructions. Just says made in Vietnam." And so I get them <laughs> and help me and I wash them and these briefs become the tightest, skinniest, highest, like they didn't become thongs, but like the cheeks hang out the back. And I was just like, all right, these are my nighttime briefs. But so I, I'm allergic to this. Like, how did it get so tight up front yet so loose in the back? Yes. Yes. Casey, there's no way to describe the fit of these briefs. <laughs> It's an uneven shrink. These are, this is, uh, yeah, Casey's uh, uh, Guinness Book of World's Weirds or whatever, the fit of these briefs. <laughs> so I'm they're my nighttime briefs. I put on my shorts for the third time. They've had a couple sanitized sprays and put a tank top yeah. on that I sanitized sprayed. I'm watching, uh, we have an, a digital antenna because we're waiting for, Ooh, Kate, we're waiting yeah. for internet here. Get thirty channels here, so I'm watching. Say, you know, you get everything you need. Dead on a cruise on the Twist channel, which is just old forensic shows. And all of a sudden, I'm like, "Ooh, 
what I get bit by a mosquito or something? It's like, ooh. So just where my tank top is, is just. A thousand mosquitoes. I am a hive. I am. I was like, I got monkey pox. Meg, I got monkey pox. And then my shorts, because the the briefs were fresh, but the shorts were not fresh. They were freshly sprayed. So just an outline of these tight bikini briefs down my legs, just high. I was like, oh my God. So I quick filled the tub with like baking soda and I'm sitting and I can't figure it out. And I'm like, I'm either allergic to a new deodorant, but I think I'm allergic to the sanitizing spray. And it, luckily it went away in the morning, but like, I get, I need a, anybody out there that knows a more natural way to kill 99.9% of bacteria off your clothing Other instead of washing battery them. acid. Right. Just let me know. Just air it out, dude. Put her on the yeah, line. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I, uh, yeah, I guess I could hang it on the fig tree out back. It would fit the neighborhood. I tell you this. So I thought I'd have. <laughs> I'd have thought I'd have more. Speaking of James Con, sadly passing away, and Tony Sirsico or whatever. This is Anthony in, Ita- in Italy right now. Uh, it, it's 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 a Greek neighborhood, but it is. I thought I'd have more like gritty, grimy New York stories. I don't have any except for one guy. Classic. I was like, welcome to New York. Just high type bike shorts, no shirt, skinny as a rail, cup of coffee full of gin, big old mustache, <laughs> backwards hat, just hanging by, you know, just hanging by a stoop. I was like, there we go. But that's like all I got because the neighborhood was like fucking pinky rings, see-through tank tops, high oh, yeah. Tom Hanks style slacks. Beautiful shoes with buckles. How you doing? Like I was like, oh my god! Like I feel like I went back in a time I never you're lived. In a, you're in a proper neighborhood. Oh with families, yes, which is amazing. yes. It's a very <clears throat> cool, friendly neighborhood. My neighbors that live upstairs, they're my landlords, in-laws from the old country. They're from Greece. Uh, couldn't be sweeter. The girls that gave us an air conditioner and like it's wow. just so nice. Everybody here is so nice. Uh, we have this cool garden, they're growing tomatoes and, uh, figs and, uh, the first night we were here cause it was, um, 4th of July weekend. So people were chilling. Mm -hmm. And so our, if you can picture our backyard, it's all chain link fence, but low, like waist level. And that just connects to everybody else. So if you picture it like a four square, so our Mm -hmm. chain link to our next door neighbor, we're living down, call it a basement. Basically it's basically down a driveway. You showed the video. Yeah. It's on a on a slope. It's on a so slope. You see the front, which would be the upstairs, but then it slopes yep. down to your guys' apartment, which would be subterranean. Yeah. but it's not. Oh, we'll we'll yeah. be on the news flooding for sure. Uh, but we connect like so. If you look back in the backyard, our chain link fence connects to the neighbors to our right, and then they just butt up right against the backyards of the neighbors. Literally, there's no alley or anything, and everybody's out there. I was like, oh my god, these guys are outside having wine in fucking jelly jars. Uh, espressos and you know just speaking Greek. Greek and it's very like no English I know that seems like yeah who cares Hans? but it's for lack of a better word it's like foreign I was like oh my god I feel like I'm in another world right now I feel like I'm in you know you just got off Ellis Island I did right yes now. yes exactly that's it that's the answer um, it's like this is so foreign. Everything is so foreign. So I don't have. Let me think if I got any crusty stories to tell. Oh, I got a good DMV story. Anybody like those? Oh, I always. And this just throws it right back to the same thing. We've been 
the 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 gods are shining down upon us. They're at least mm-hmm. they're holding their thumb back from our necks at least for the first yeah. week because things if things don't usually run this smooth. Like we have alternate side parking, but because of COVID, they took a day off at each of those, so you don't have to Ooh. move it. You only have to move it once a week, and because That's it's awesome. like you said, it's a neighborhood. Like it's just not a high. If you live here, you live here. It's just not a high traffic area. If you own a car, you either probably have a driveway or there's just enough spots for everybody. So that's been lucky. And oh, then you don't have to fight for a spot. No, that's it's crazy. Brilliant. We're parked every time we've been parked right in front of the building. Oh my God, we're unloading the truck. That's the thing. People coming out of their doors. The guy next door does props for some movies. So he had like this. Talk about getting a throwback. There was like a 1962 Mustang outside. And we're like, that's a nice car. He's like, and uh, this is this stays parked in a garage in the Bronx because we just pull it out for movies. So he does like movie sets. A woman comes out, offers Whoa. us a bottle of champagne. Uh, uh, a, a dude that's doing construction. A guy again. This dude was Spanish. He didn't speak any English, but he's like, "You need some waters in Spanish." Um, gave anyways. It was where am I getting at? Wow, that's beautiful. The, oh yeah, the New York gods are shining there. There, there, there. They're they're shining upon us until they break our necks. But um, right. we go to the DMV. You make an appointment. You are the what's that story? The fucking toad or the chicken on the alligator's oh, back? Yes. Like, I'll take you across the river, man. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Thanks. Exactly. Yeah, I'm 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 well well aware. Like Ruby's bright. We were, took her on the subway for the first time, and she's smiling, yeah. and this is great. I'm like, oh, when is this gonna collapse? When is this going to be a nightmare upon nightmare? Wait till nightmares? you have a bad day and you oh, still got to get on this eggs. fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. I got to ride my bike into the city later. We'll see how that goes. Um, da, da, da. Oh, DMV. So you make an appointment. You go to the DMV. Uh, this is foolish, by the way. For anybody that lived in New York, I just had a built-in forgetter. You can do something called uh, DMV Express, and it's only in the city. And nobody does it because you just don't think of it. And it's... It's like sitting in first class. Meg and I did it last time. I don't Ooh. know why I forget. Because you make an appointment to go out to Flushing to the DMV. They don't... Appointments don't matter. You just get... First of all, you have to pay for digital parking. So they get you... Twist your nipple right off the jump for $5 yeah, yeah. an hour. And you know you're longer at the DMV They're than an hour. they two at least. And that's why they have it hooked to your phone. So they give you a reminder like, you still at the DMV? You better, you better pay for another hour. Mm-hmm. Either way, we we got an appointment. It doesn't matter. We're in line. Still running pretty smooth. It's a big DMV. Go there. We got to register the car. We got to get our license switched over. We've If anybody out there listening going to the DMV, it doesn't hurt to bring everything down to the fingerprints they took when you were in the hospital. Yes. Just fill your folder. And so we do that. We've, Any possible piece of anything. evidence that you have that you are you, bring it. Bring it. Because I the, I did that when I was getting taking my driver's test. Yeah, and I forgot. I forget what little piece of mail or ephemera that I forgot, and it was that I think. I think it was like I didn't have the right. I had the wrong thing. Like I had the book of coupons with my name on it, and not that. The, all right, all right. Here we go. All right. So Meg and I, we're going in there with our marriage license, with our title for our car. We're going in there with our passports. We're going in there with our birth certificates we're going in there with mm-hmm. not only our old social security card but our new social security card with our name changes we got a piece of mail which is addressed to us in new york the only mail we've gotten which is from 
the New York State of Health for our health insurance. Um, man, That's and that it's pretty fit. Yeah, you'd think so. And then we got all the forms. <laughs> as soon as we go up to the guy, we lay it all out. We're like, "Hey, we're good. We got to do this." He's like, "You don't got a piece of mail here." Well, I'm like, "Oh no, no, it's right here." He's like, "It's not from Con Edison." No, it's not. It's from New York State of Health. State. He's like, no, we don't take that. What else you got? You got a cable company? I was like, no. He's like, you need a bill from a utility. I was like, they don't do bills anymore. Like people, everything is just paperless online. Yeah. He's like, I was like, hey, hold on. I got my computer. I got my lease on here. How's that work? He's like, well, if you go home, print it out and bring it back, I might be able to take it. And literally, my computer turns into a tablet, so I'm showing him the lease on the tablet. And then yeah. he's just like, but anyways, because we've already taken our pictures, we've already been to one station. He's like, uh, we can keep all your progress if you come back by 3 o'clock today and do it. Meanwhile, Meg and I have separate appointments. So, bing, yeah, my yeah. appointment goes up to another guy. I'm like, fuck. All right, I'm going to try and sweet talk this guy because I got the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's dealing yeah. with registering the car so the license we're screwed right she's but still yeah. he's, she's like oh, let, let me try and let, register the car i've walked away talk to the same guy lay it all out this guy's like was that your address it's like yeah he's like what is that from uh I'm like yeah it's from uh new york city he's like mm. but my guy is just new york god in body it's mm-hmm. 11 in there calls mr literally i saw the name tag i was like this guy's perfect Thinning hair, greased back as greased back as hair gets. Oh, yeah. Look at that nameplate. Honey, you need more grease. Mr. You might- Cardellucci. I was oh, like, oh, oh yeah. Yes. So Mr. Cardellucci comes over. He's like, what is this? He's like, you don't got Con Ed? You don't got a... Uh, just moved. You know, I was like, no, I just moved. I got my lease here. I got everything here. I was like, I can pull up a Con Ed bill. I'm like, he's like, he's like, ah, he's all right. He's all right. Just just put it through. And I'm like, oh, terrorists. All right. Well, Cardellucci. But hey, benefit for me. <laughs> and then as he's walking away, I go, this is so New York perfect. I go, hey, hey, my wife's dealing with the same thing over that. He goes, ah, come on, man. I'm doing you the favor. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I was like, if she can't do it, then we got to come back again. He's like, I'll go over and see it. Anyways, old Cardellucci pulls through. Oh, thank you, Cardellucci. And so uh, that old New York is returning. It feels like that it. hand's coming yes. from the grave. It does. It does. It's like we're taking it back, fuckers. Absolutely. That is at least what this neighborhood feels it may like. Take take a few dings. It's going to take some grime. It's going to take some slime. Get rid of these fucks. It does. It's interesting. It's cool. Like, uh. We went to, um, or I, I met my friends, I was, uh, a good friend of mine from here, we went to a meeting, and you can go into, get a fancy schmancy cup of coffee, literally, these are right mm-hmm. next door, right? Some hipster yeah. doesn't want to be there, pours your red eye or He's whatever. He's his, his poems and his screenplay. Right. It's, it's five fifty a, a coffee, you throw a couple bucks in, it's whatever, it's respectable. You go right next door to a place called the Riviera Cafe, and two two young, young girls and I was like, wow, again, I'm like out of the loop here because they, it's a Polish um, cafe, coffee pastry place. These two young girls, they must have been in like their early 20s, but they didn't speak any English, which I think is mm-hmm. somewhat unusual, I guess, because English is so universal yeah. now. Whatever. I was like, wow, it's it's interesting to see like first generation, younger yeah. first generation from Western Europe. Anyways. 
two large coffees, two blueberry Danish, six bucks. Can't come on. Ding, ding, ding. These Danish were the size of my leg. Oh, when we first started dating, they were we actually lived in, in Ridgewood. Yeah. Which we've come to find out that Ridgewood just took all the people who couldn't afford Williamsburg and Bed- Bed-Stuy. Now it's just like gentrified city. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when she lived there, when I'd leave her apartment in the morning, uh, there was a like a Dunkin' Donuts, which is not expensive. No. But yeah. It's a chain. And then, uh, like you said, like. There was one corner storefront and around the corner under the subway tracks, so it's like I'm in fucking French Connection. Yep. It was the same thing. It was the, like wasn't Riviera's, but it same thing. Yep. Go in, little cart full of pastries and goodies, and then coffee. It was like two bucks, but it was in. It was so I, that's why I went because I was a. I love the experience, and b. I can't drink this coffee till I get home because he had these like giant metal pots so they, hot yeah it was the hottest <laughs> substance other than a solar because yes. the first time i went i was like oh, i'll take a You're paying a, for the a heat because it's a little thin a croissant and a coffee and I, I don't usually put cream or anything in, so i just had it black and i was like <sighs> the moment you're just like i'm, fu- I'm fucked yeah, I'm fucked. That are, that hurts so bad. That yeah, that coffee burn, man. You got it. You need nice. Like, cube. why you would you put your hand into cube. a boiling pot? Oh, they like, can handle. Nope, you're paying for the heat because the coffee's Oof. thin as but, yeah. thin can be. I always it's that's good Auschwitz coffee. coffee. <laughs> yeah, no, this that's that's chestnut peanut shell <laughs> Dixie coffee. <laughs> right before Shiloh, here get the hottest. Black slurry you can drink. Oh, my God. I went to the – there's a place around the corner, 24 hours. It's huge. By the way, there is – when you have a car in New York, there's nothing mm. There's nothing fancy schmancy about my New York experience as a dad, by the way, because you get in the car and we got a Costco membership. You get your groceries mm. at Costco. You get in the yeah. car. We need stuff to, like, make our tiny apartment yeah. functional. So you go, you go to yeah, – we went yeah. to Target. Or sure, you go around the corner and, and you go to a place called D2, which is as garbage as garbage. But Hell again, the experience, yeah. I got my heavy curtain from D2 right behind me. Um, Costco. Oh, but there's a place, a huge market. It's called the Food Bazaar Supermarket. What's cool about it is you walk in and it is when I you go into a, a grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys can picture it. You generally have. Usually it's called something inappropriate, but it's just the uh, regional section. So you got Spanish yeah. food, you've got um, Asian food, you know. And it's generally like one yeah. or two aisles. This one, it's eighty percent that, and it's every it's Cuba, it's Dominican Republic, it's all the cool. like every aisle. So it's like, like the spices and all the everything you need, and but like also the brand, like the Italian aisle uh-huh. is just you know. But it's the sauce you would use in this region. It's the stuff. It brings you back home, right? Even though you can buy tomato can, a Hunts or whatever. But I'm going like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. That brings me home. Was there a Watertown section? Yes. That's where I'm getting at. That's just a tuna helper. Mayonnaise. Yep. I went to that and I was like, (laughs) nobody. I was like, because it was busy. It was 4th of July weekend. And I was like. Oh, I found my section. Whoa, American. <laughs> no, no one. You could hear your echo. I got a, I was like, ooh, what is that? Mango Pepsi? I got a mango Pepsi, new re, new flavor. I got a, hey, mayo prices, New York City? Take it easy. 
A lot of stuff. Ooh, a li- they rookie on the mail. I huh? got uh, normally I'm paying four ninety nine for vegan Hellman's. Highly recommend that mayo. Eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine. Go to Long Island. Go to the Target. Four ninety nine. <laughs> Just a little secret somebody found out about. It. I have three well, jars I mean, of mayo in my fridge. If you're going cabinet. to, if you're going to go to the, what'd you say? It's called D two. Oh yeah, yeah. If it's Junk a story. world market, if your ass is going to the fucking world market, beelining for the Iowa section. Oh yeah, to buy vegan Hellman's, you better believe the world's going to take you for yeah, all you got. It's going to get you. And uh, and that was one mistake I made. Is like I bought like pasta and sauce like in the american section because of course it's there and you go by the yeah. italian section it's like you know mama's meat so like the good stuff you know but uh <laughs> fucking lunchable but if you do want a breather in that store all you got to do is go to the right uh past like the basically the uh japanese fish market which is crazy you know that you know the smell you can oh, smell chinatown yeah yeah oh yeah i know i said yeah, yeah. but um uh, and then that's the American section in the corner where nobody is, so you can like re reset, oh, stretch out. All right, I'm going back Feel for the familiar. hot sauces. Uh, uh, let's see the food bazaar. Oh, Japanese. How? Speaking of throwbacks, when's the last mm-hmm. time you? What What was the feeling that went through you? Like it? I don't know. It just brought me into a place of history when I was like. The prime minister of Japan got assassinated on a street corner. Oh, yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, obviously yeah, it's crazy, but glad handing for another election. Yeah, he wasn't even in office. No, anymore. not anymore. Got shot in the neck by a zip That's gun. That's like someone shooting fucking Bill Clinton mm-hmm. on a campaign trail for Joe Biden. For real, Shinzo Abe. I mean, he was pretty world. Obviously, he's prime minister of Japan, yeah, but yeah. he was very. Um, Global. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Uh, That's crazy. It is no, crazy. I read that with a homemade like, gun. It's like reminds me of like that the black hand. Fucking nuts! It's like it looks like he dismantled a workout bench and put tape on it. Like I don't oh. know how that gun functioned. Exactly. Like I think you just cram it full of fireworks and stick it in someone's face. Crazy. And that's the thing with all those like. Um, uh, maybe this wasn't it, but like with those zip guns or the three D printed mm-hmm. guns. I think yeah. the the percentage is very high that they just blow up in the person's blow hand, up in your face, um, yeah. or face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's something about that that was just very. It's like ah, this feels. Again, it feels like a no. throwback. I read it. I was like, this. I don't. It's like so much insane stuff has been happening so quickly lately that it's like, of course this happened. Like I just was like, it. I can't process it because it's so out of out of beyond the pale of what you would expect to see in the news because i think everybody's so tacit that's upset now too it's like i'm going to march damn it right i guess that we're going to march to trump tower because we're angry this guy's like i'm gonna fucking duct tape a a pipe to a bottle rocket and add a few and also it's sort of like i and i've been seeing it lately like I know people have problems with what the uh, Supreme Court has been doing lately, but people coming down for like, yeah, no, follow him, follow him to a restaurant, follow him to his house. 
Did you hear that? Like Justice Roberts was out to eat and had to get escorted out the back door because a protest like showed up at the restaurant. Oh, no. Not only to disrupt every other diner in the restaurant, but to tell him they don't like him. Like, I'm all for protests, but what really pissed me off is all these fucking high profile Democrats are like, that's what you expect. Oh, yeah. You guys said that the same fucking week. Shinzo Abe got shot by some fucking crazy person. Right, right, right. Do not, like, don't let this happen. It shouldn't happen. Like, I understand you're frustrated with their decision. I understand that it affects a lot of people. But we're at this weird place where people are pretty cool with people either A, getting real hurt, or B, getting fucking murdered. Or just... Just because you don't like where they come down on political views. It's, It's the era of trolls, right? Like, everybody's so connected, they feel entitled to interrupt this guy's big Montana. It's, Obviously, yeah, I don't. No, I totally never agreed with like, 90% of what the Supreme Court does, whether it's left or right. You know what I mean? Or, and it's supposedly not, but like, because right. I don't have any association to that stratosphere of lifetime appointed decision making, right? Well, what I don't like is the conversation pushes you one way or the other is is pushing you to a point where it's like you can't do anything hans there's nothing you can do about it i haven't heard any democrat or republican anybody say like basic civics if you don't like something how do you change it no one says that. right no one's fucking talking about it they're just pushing these people to do shit like i am helpless right all i can do is take it justice into my own hands like, they're giving you that option. They're not giving you a sensible option of, like, okay, the way you change this stuff is you have to vote in people that represent your values and who will defend your values. Like, don't get sucked into this. Sorry. I was just telling Meg. Classic. Oh, no, you're fine. No, so here's the thing. Hi, Meg. Uh, here's the thing about that and about left and right. It's all performative there's no mm-hmm. foundation to it there's no um no. substance to it i always i will always go back to and you just everybody cash. that just listens knows i'm certainly more liberal than conservative i will always go back to the democratic party the image of them wearing their dashikis yeah. taking a knee because there is no substance to that There is absolutely nothing. It is just, yeah, it's a photo shoot. What's that place in the mall? They might as well have done a fashion, the glamour shot. Glamour shots, yeah. Uh, In their kafefi on the kafefi, yeah. No, it's all for social media. Like, is there any at like what? Can anyone point me to any meaningful legislation that Nancy Pelosi has done to help the people of Africa? Oh, exactly. And that's the thing you talked about. Like the, 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 the action to take is to support the people that would realistically want to change, right? You want to vote new people in fresh blood. The way to do that is one term limits and two for the people in power to support the people that want to come into power. They don't want to do that. Nancy Pelosi didn't want to. For whatever you think about it, and I don't know enough details on what she's up to now for AOC, Nancy Pelosi didn't want fucking AOC to become uh, a, oh, a congresswoman. She wanted that old scumbum from that district to remain <laughs> an old buddy to an old buddy. 
who had that district. He didn't even. She won because he was like, I'm not even going to run because why do I run anymore? It's just it's the norm. You know what I mean? You guys, you guys get like, that's the shit I fucking hate. That fucking boss tweed fucking bullshit. I, this is mine. This is my fiefdom. There's nothing you can do about right. it. Right. There's nothing you can do about it. Like, fuck you. And for whatever you think of her. I don't think AOC is the best equipped but, to be at but the wheels the of model. justice. But, but it's that's something. the model. It's the shot across of the bow. Like, that's, just fucking yeah. take them out. Take these people out that that don't want to. They they just don't want to disrupt the status quo. There's no doubt about it. It doesn't matter. There's if no you're, if you're in you? that seat, you don't want to get out of that seat. And that is... It's an the easy problem. fucking job that gets you a lot of fucking money. Real easy. And uh, status and legacy and uh, com- creature comforts. I mean, we're human. Creature yes. comforts are are it. Like, ugh. I just Nancy started Pelosi reading a book that's so old. Joe Biden's so old. Mitch McConnell is uh, so old. And I have nothing against old people, but I myself no. am almost 40. And I'm so disconnected. To there is the activism a, that's going on out there. A, a twin line, and it's age and affluence. And the older you get and the more affluent you get, the more money you get, the further you get away from fucking reality. That's why you get shitty like, albums from the Rolling everybody. Stones. Like, just look. There's no... You have no reason to change. Zero. Right. Unless you get drug in front of the court of public opinion and me too or fucking called out for, you know, like... Saying something shitty on Twitter, and that that isn't even fucking meaningful. no, and that, that and at that happen. point, it's exactly what we're talking about. These people go to sleep on your age riches. affluence are so stubborn that all they're going to do is a performance puff piece, and they're not going to genuinely change their activity. Or well, I mean, they'll change it to be more covert, I would imagine. But so I'm here course. now. Cigarettes abound. Yeah. New well, York City. Yeah. Eric Adams. H face. 20, what year is it? Uh, Brothers. Brothers. Oh, that's our hand. Locking. Like that meme with the buff arms. That's right. And then it turns into a quick arm wrestling contest for the... Take him. For Amity Hall. He knows how meaty these cucumbers are, these forearms. (laughs) Eric Adams, I saw him in an interview. I was watching like New York One or whatever generic version I got with my antenna. Brightest earring you ever saw. Shine that diamond go. like a diamond in the sky, baby. That's my mayor right there. Adams in the sky with diamonds. After old fluff, fluffy de Blasio, what a grossy. People really like I'll that dude me. here. I didn't really? Yeah. I think what it really is, and I got to say, I mean, if you're maybe you're one-ish, I don't know. I wasn't here for COVID, so I have no rights yeah, to... to liking myself i don't know what people went through specifically with that so why they would like to blasio what i saw from the outside looking in was he was a bumbling he was a bumble bumble butt but um bumble, bumble yeah uh, he was a smuggly he's holy smuggly <laughs> but what he did do and it happened under his administration is the universal 3k and pre-k and i gotta tell you right That's up right off happened. the jump ruby's on like waiting lists for three of them and it was not and that, and the only reason she's on a waiting list is because, you know, we're like a month behind after we moved here. Gotcha. gotcha. But like, yeah, yeah. you know, she's gonna get to the next cycle. She'll probably be. Yeah, and it oh, was, yeah. and it was pretty easy, and it seems to continue. So 
I guess, you know, a lot of people have kids in New York, right? What do you care more about than anything? Your kids. What if a guy gives you the ability to, you know, yeah, uh, the ability to totally for them to thrive and get them out of the fucking, you know, substantive. Yeah. Yeah. That's something like it's not just an empty promise. Like it's a tangible. I promised you this. I gave you this. I'd vote for you then. Yeah. Gave me a tangible followed through i will say healthcare was uh they just uh streamlined the same i mean i've done it i've done it in new york i've prior mm-hmm. to covid in new york i've yeah. done it prior to no i guess the marketplace but i've gotten insurance in minnesota prior mm-hmm. to new york and then i did it in south carolina but back in new york since covid i'm assuming they yeah. just streamlined that shit they don't fight you to like oh, prove anything you can just get affordable insurance i guess if you're again if you're super affluent though you're like you don't qualify for any subsidy you're probably you shouldn't be i i don't think i guess i'm not in that position but it seems like uh sour grapes when you're like what do i have to pay full price you can afford it i don't know what to tell you people who are bitching about like oh somebody at mcdonald's gets to make 15 dollars now yeah. When when I was going through college, I didn't get paid fifteen dollars. But you got you went through college. Yeah. You got a college you education. Afford it. This person is literally just trying to make a fucking car payment and feed their kids. You should pay them fifteen dollars. You bought a three bedroom house for fifteen thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, there's no I hate that also <laughs> also it like but uh. that's the thing about um uh um for Then you deserve to get paid more at your current job. Uh, loan forgiveness for school like a ton of that was predatory and they're focusing on a ton of that sure. i don't know the details whether i agree with it or not money wise or financially wise but what i'm not doing is going but i paid for maine doesn't I, matter you already I paid they're not going to give it give back to you nothing's going to change no. whether they pass that or they don't except for some no. people are going to breathe the, anything that takes a weight off of anybody's back i'm in I'm but in. What about my weight? <laughs> What's your weight? I'm figuring it out, dude. I don't know. Are you mad someone's getting help? Right. If you need help, ask for help. Like yeah. we always talk about. We're like, if you need help, ask for help. That's right. If you feel like it's unfair, then fucking ask for help. Get a fucking bank loan. That's the thing that there's a uh, at which you which you definitely will have no problem getting. There's a thing with but I uh, want more debt. Well, then I then you're stuck. Yeah, then you're stuck being. You unless you want a bag of cash to fall from the fucking sky in your lap, then it already did. Keep buddy. praying. Yeah. keep fucking praying. I guess Elon Musk's dirty Musk news. Boop oh, boop yeah, boop. I saw His that. Twitter thing fell through for forty four billion, but because the the whatever uh, 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 line in the contract, it still costs him a yeah. billion dollars just for the plant the thing to fall through. Which should tell you something uh, I, as well, I guess. No, and but I read through taxes, he'll actually make $100,000. Uh, <laughs> see, of course. Of course. No, so the thing about it was, was in the line in the contract, which was sort of the, like, the Rubicon to cross. Yeah. Was he demanded that Twitter prove that less than, like, it's like 5 or 10% of the users are bots and or spam accounts? Yeah, sure. And Twitter has balked at that. So people are like, did he just do this to fuck with Twitter? Oh. Because he said, I'm going to buy Twitter. And they said, no, you can't. 
Mm-hmm. And he said, "Okay, I'm bringing the cash. Like I'm buying this. He bought his shares. Yep. Like this is like some super calculated shit. This he is, buys yeah. all those shares. The price tanks because he says he's gonna like change it or whatever. That, yeah, yeah, mess crazy. with the algorithm. Price goes down. I assume he probably bought more fucking Twitter stocks, right? And then uh, it's like Jay Gould. When they, no, and that's what he was like. Okay, it's mine, but only way you'll get this money. They're like, we don't want to do it. We don't want to do it. We don't want to do it. And then all those fucking rich dickheads are like, well, you know what? A billion dollars sounds pretty good. <laughs> right what do you mean? The... I don't have to come to Twitter anymore? You know what, guys? Let's, you know, like, okay, okay, okay. I know he's a jerk. I know he's a bottle. Just have a seat. Have a seat. Come on, guys. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what are you going to get? What are you going to get? What are you exactly. going to do? What are you going to do? And then they are, he's like, okay, prove. Prove it. You tout this. Prove that there aren't bots on here. Prove yourself. And they go, ah, we can't. So he goes, fuck you. He- and then they go, I'm taking you to court, so you have to buy it. Right. And I guess if they go to court, they have to prove, prove it. that they're not all bots, so they'll have to fucking do it anyways. Oh, amazing. So- <laughs> Yeah, so it's like I mean that so is it happens a, when you are the richest man on earth. He's a smart you, like you said, dude, huh? It's Jay Gould shit. It is. I mean, like he just went. He sees you know loopholes. What? He sees the world shit. differently. I want to fuck with these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the richest man in the world. So what you know what he can do? Take on one of the farthest reaching social media things just for fucking shits and giggles. Also keeps his profile up. I I don't know what his end game is. I don't know where he's going. But no, really, Mars. He wants to go to Mars. It is. Yeah, the moon is almost like a joke to him. Like literally, like his end game. I don't think he has one. Is the moon? Ugh, moon. It's the oops, all Bronx. The moon. moon. (laughs) (laughs) Holy schmagoli! Moon janitor. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. They just, the moon they disc just attack. Send those dirty Bronxers to the moon. The, I gotta go back uh, to but moon school. The moon is just all antiquated music and television. So the moon is just perpetually 1975. God, that's funny. So you got discotheques, old TV, old flying cars. That's so good because you could do it. That could be a show. That's a selling point. Uh, that's a selling point because what happens in New York? Gentrification. You just keep pushing the people out of their neighborhood. You keep pushing them back. You keep pushing them back. Get mm-hmm. out. We're redeveloping. Eventually, you're going to push all those Bronxers push to, the moon, up to, up to the moon. Up to the moon. So there's your setting. It's just gritty and hard on the moon. Oh, oh man. They just, you know, that, oh, that's such a great image of like you can't push the people of Brooklyn further than East Brooklyn. Yeah. You know what we can do? Send them up. Yep. Just literally push <laughs> them the into a rocket that's waiting on the river. Uh. Oh, that would be the worst thing for earthlings. Cause then you just you raise like moon Mike Tysons. Ooh. Yeah. Chips on shoulders. Moon pigeons. Coming back. Coming back to Earth to take what's theirs. Well, that's what they well they say. I have once heard, and it was probably from who was that racist gambler sports guy, uh, Jimmy the Greek. Um, Jimmy the Greek. Uh, it was probably from him, but he's like, the poorer your country or neighborhood is, the better boxer you are. So like, Mike Tyson beats fat Irish white guy. Irish white guy oh, yeah. beats uh, Italian guy. You know, it goes all the way back, and then Mike Tyson sure, yeah. has. Some hard time scrapping with uh, 
mm-hmm. um, Delgado or, you know, uh, some, well, like somebody mid- from Central America. <laughs> I haven't read the biography so, the yet. The Moon but our, Guy. Oh, J.P. Mitch read, he was like, you got to read this. It's a biography about Jack Dempsey. Oh, interesting. He's like, you got to read it just for the start. Sure. So. For those of you who don't know, Jack Dempsey was like one of the earliest heavyweight champions, basically created the idea of the world heavyweight champion. But he was a hard, hard scrabbled, like Scotch Irish, yeah, you know, living literally in gangs of New York. He started his boxing career when he was like 14 and he would just go from pub to bar to pub to bar and he'd walk in and he'd be like, I'll fight you for a nickel. And just he just beat a fucking drunk man <laughs> until someone was like, "Okay, hey, 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 don't hit me, man, don't hit me. I think I can get you to fight someone who's not drunk." Right, right. Oh man, did Jack Dempsey is that um, who? But he's also the horrifically racist. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say refused to fight. Is he uh, the guy who refused to fight Jack Johnson? Who, yeah. if you haven't seen that documentary by Ken Burns on Jack Johnson? Or there was a play, and maybe they made a movie where he was played by um, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, yeah. Um, yeah. He it's is a great a, white hope. Yeah, he is a fascinating character, not just in boxing, although he was a boxer extraordinaire. It's like if you if you if you think Muhammad Ali's cool, Jack Johnson. This guy was Muhammad Ali a cool. hundred years before Muhammad Ali was even an idea. And just physically, when you look at not his boxing stance, the teens, never mind. He so. has his reach is. He's got just this crazy long reach. It's really fun when you see him extend his reach. Uh, but I don't. Yeah, Je- uh, he wouldn't fight he got Dempsey, his start right? Boxing even worse than Dempsey because he was from fucking Texas. Yeah, late eighteen hundreds, early aughts, nineteen aughts. He got his start start in boxing because all of the fucking racist cops would arrest these black kids, take them to jail, and they'd have what's called the battle royal, and they just fucking shut the lights off. Oh my god! And just fought other people in the dark that's a nightmare and they turned the lights on and it was like who's standing hey jack's still standing oh my god and again until someone went hey, hey, hey don't punch me in the face i can get you to punch someone with the lights on but nobody would box him until some no that's true that was a whole thing with jack dempsey is his people did not want him to fight jack johnson because they were so they knew he'd lose elitistly white because they knew he was going to fucking lose, and he's also old. But even Jack Dempsey in his prime could not beat no way. Jack Johnson. No way. Yeah, and in that documentary, it's like, oof. Like, they have these segments, and like classic um, Ken Burns, people read of the time. And anybody who's a Jack London fan, <laughs> you like the old White Fang, storied American author, is frothy. <laughs> Lee racist. Yeah, that's always no And he good. writes it in the paper. That's like, uh, that was I, one of my favorite books is The Jungle by Upton Sinclair. Wildly anti-Semitic. Whew. That is a toughie. Ooh, it makes your toes curl. H.L. Uh, Mencken? Mm. Mm-hmm. No thanks. He had a lot of interesting <laughs> comments on... Uh, HL no thanking. HL no thanking. Send him to the moon with Fertitelli, <laughs> with Mama Fertelli Savalis. He went Savalis was a seventies guy. Um Oh my god. What else? I'm trying to think what else Brad's I got. Pit? Check my notes here. Brad's pit. Oh I um 
we uh, took Harvey to her first movie. Oh yeah, old Minions. The new Minions. It was what we saw was fun, but I gotta say, what you saw got going twenty minutes late because we like there was like thirty minutes of of trailers oh, and commercials. Oh yeah, which just did like Harvey was super excited. We got all of our snacks. Yep, I mean, it's ten in the morning, so we got a popcorn, pretzel bites, everything a growing girl and dad need sure, in the morning. Of course. Uh, and it just like it was too too many. So we stayed basically an hour. We were there for an hour. So we only got the first like quarter of the movie because she sat through all this fucking all those garbage. commercials and and it just like then she got squirrely and she wanted to stand up and walk around and stretch and we were like hey, it's a first it's a, a valiant effort for an outing was it was it not just the trailers but it was like the movie trivia yeah it was all the crap and then there's just a ton of play they, games and with I your was, phone yeah all of that. And then it's like a, a smaller chain, so then they had to have the owner oh of it do a wacky commercial where he's his legs are bent over his shoulders because we're bending over backwards oh, to provide boy. service. Oh, come on, Jackie, cut to the chase. <laughs> there, um, but no, it was good. It was it was fun. It was yeah. fun to be in the movie theater again. But it just it was Harvey's first experience there. Yeah, so yeah. Like... I took uh, Ruby's Ben to the. She went and saw what's that one with Mirabelle and Kanto, and she was good. She mm. she liked that. Yeah. Um. But we haven't been to we haven't been to anything since. I will say I was down by the water yesterday, and there's mm-hmm. um because of COVID they set up like some outdoor movie theaters, basically not drive-ins, yeah, yeah. but like you just sit in chairs. And I was oh, like, sure. wow. Uh, it's called G Street Studios because it's in Greenpoint. And <laughs> like, it's not a spared no expense thing. It's literally <laughs> yeah. um, uh, cardboard boxes. Huge. It's a hu- two huge yeah. screens yeah. painted, whitewashed on the back. Just hey, taped up. <laughs> I mean, that is DIY it. this. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see a movie there. I mean, it's... Uh, I think I I literally think it's like two dollars if you just have to get up That's early. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're playing. I was like, what are they playing? Like Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones. Uh, the next two screenings they have is the new Jurassic Park, and it's something. It's like contemporary. Yeah. Must be. A, oh, must okay. Be a so they're like new. Mo- like you're Ooh. going to see a movie. <laughs> uh, as I'm setting up my own personal projector, I'm like, huh, let's go find that. Little old lady with the bag of movies. We need something new. Right, right. It's I. I it, by the looks of the setup, you would think they were playing, you know, uh, Trapped in Paradise, starring <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Ed Ed Lovitz, John Lovitz. But uh, uh, yeah. No, speaking of, of Minions, I read this cool article, and it was about basically like how have the Minions supplanted. Like as an icon in pop culture, like how how did they surpass Mickey Mouse? Okay, as this image, and I get like the crux of the article is basically um, goes back to, and I remembered this because they reference a, a Simpsons episode that talks about it. It was in the like eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney sued like five or six daycares. Oh, I heard about it. Huge yep. murals. Mm-hmm. of their characters mm-hmm. 
And so they had to sandblast these characters off. And then that was around the time Universal Studios was starting to open. And Universal owned Hanna-Barbera. So they went out of their way to be like, hey, man, just use use Hanna-Barbera characters. Paint over them. So then it became this idea of this. Because I, I didn't know this, but I guess that's how Universal does the Minion stuff. Is what? So that's what they were saying is they were like, that's why you see so much Minion oh, shit. Oh, because anybody can throw it out. Because Universal doesn't care. Oh, it's interesting you say that. I was they just watching care. a cartoon with Ruby and I was like, those are minions, but those aren't minions. No, they are have like put their foot down and they're like obviously they won't let you steal their movies. Right. Rip them. They'll chase you for that, but like the IP image Smart. is basically one step away from being public domain. That's the thing cuz it, it's funny you said that about the sandblasting. I this was a couple years ago, but this school was having a fundraiser for whatever, raise money for a oh, trip, yeah. and they showed The Lion King, and you paid like $5 to bring your kid to watch The Lion King, like on a TV mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, with like a VHS, or maybe it was on a small projector, and Disney found out about it and sent them a cease and desist and a like a fine, like a bill. Yeah. And of course, all that did was go directly to BuzzFeed and show oh, of course. how scummy this they are. This is a are. church and a school. Yeah, yeah, no, it might have been a church, cool, yeah. Because it, it expands this idea, and it goes back to how litigious Disney is about stuff, but also how, and I was like, oh shit, that is exactly what their business model was. Like, uh, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, you know, their Pinocchio, like, their move for the longest time was taking public domain things. Oh, yeah. And turning, Disneyfying them. Mm-hmm. And then keeping a hold on that idea. So then they own it. So it's no longer public domain. It's like, boom. Like, the stories are still public domain and the characters are still public domain. But if you get anywhere near anything they did, they drop the hammer on you. Muskian. Muskies. But then they go back to, there weren't the first, like, Universal Studios did that in the 20s and 30s with the Universal Monsters. Oh, right. Hey. Wanna say hi? Oh, that's a nice dress. Cool. Right. Hi. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hi. Uh, so the Universal Studios did that with their horror stuff, um, but they kind of had the same strategy back then. Like obviously the visage of Frankenstein with the flat top, green skin. Yeah. Is theirs? Sure. So if people use it, they're like, cool, because they have now taken Frankenstein. They like, own it. The, nobody knows what he looks like in Mary Shelley. They know what he looks like from this De Niro thing. De Niro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a bummer. Oh, the two movies, two Universal. I'm assuming Universal put them out. Maybe not. I think two so. big bummers with two big actors was Wolf with Jack Nichols. Ooh, Jack yeah, Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein with Bob De Niro. Keep meeting the parents, buddy. I know they wanted that pathos of a great actor to get to the source of the original source material, but give give a young buck a shot. Yeah, I could see that. Make his name on it. It could be cool. Maybe now they could do it, but that was like. That was just a name, idea, cash grab, both of them. Yeah, of course. Right? Who cares? Ugh, the Jack Nicholson one was 
garbage. Oh, I wanted. Didn't they make I one with the Benicio Wolfman. del Toro too? It's good. Yeah, it's I remember visually that one looked very. That had some very cool transformation and. Uh, it's the director is Joe Johnson who did the Rocketeer and then the first um, Captain America movie. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. No, that, I love that Wolfman movie. I thought it was fantastic because it just adds to the story if you like the Universal ones. Sure. I thought they were re. They had started, but then I think it oh, tanked. Yeah. They, I think they only put one out with like Tom Cruise, it right? Is. Yeah, it was the Mummy. Because yeah. they, I remember seeing the huge spread. Because I, as if you can't tell, love those Universal horror movies. Sure. Uh, they were going to redo that whole universe, and Johnny Depp was going to be the Invisible Man. Um, Javier Bardem was going to be Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Like they had this full slate of actors. That to money. Like, that movie just was a turd. They need to. Re- I haven't seen it, so I can't speak on it. Well, its behalf, but, but it obviously tanked because they just went bad idea. Pull back, pull back, pull up, pull it up, pull actually, up, pull up. You know what? Actually, it was sort of like a weird back door. Uh, there was a movie called Dracula Untold. Okay. Which was put out by Universal. Uh, had the so it's basically just a retelling of Vlad Tepes turning into Dracula. Okay. And that you know it's set back in the time you know he's fighting the invading uh, Turks. And the Turkish prince was played by uh, the guy that played Preacher. Oh, okay. Dom- Dominic Cooper. Yep. Um, it's a fun, fun, goofy movie, like middling sci-fi, fun Dracula movie. Uh, but then the movie ends um, with a flash forward to the present. Okay. And the the basically the, the there's a character. There's that actor Mark Ryland, not Mark Ryland. Ruffalo. Anyways, the guy that. Uh, there's an old vampire that lives in a cave and he t- gives Dracula his powers. So the movie ends post credit scene that crummy old vampire is now young and in the modern age. Okay. Top and hat. He's like the, the bad guy now. And then they were like, Ooh, that's good. Let's build a fucking billion dollar universe off of this weird cold tag to a movie that nobody fucking saw. That's so interesting that they fucked that up because people, I, I mean, I feel like that's the model. Like everything's subscription based, but also everything is like yeah. universe based. So if you can get that going, people love that shit. I want it's like collecting. I, I'm a collector. I want every piece. I want to see every movie that's involved, and we'll do. I, I don't know. For me, I don't give me Chevy Chase say, back as the Invisible Man. Right. It's hard for me to imagine Frankenstein in the modern setting. Hmm. Like, can Give you imagine computer like, chips. if you had to pitch Frankenstein now? Is that I Frankenstein? Was that all it was? Is he was like a techno monster now? I didn't oh, see no. it. That, you're right. I, that was on TV. So I was catching part of it. Like, oh, that one was fucking weird. I just saw clips like, yeah, no, he just is like brought back to life today and he fights uh, gargoyles. Just bring back. Take the take the um, Owen Hart story. This badass, big maybe, maybe take somebody yeah. a little bigger wrestler. Yeah, dies in the ring. <laughs> bring him back. You want to bring him back? A Vince McMahon like gets a little crazy. Bring him back. Now you got an undead Ooh, wrestler. It's a, Ooh, it's a twisted future. We can go moon. Yep, moon, moon wrestling. Evil monarch, a muskian, mm-hmm. brings back all the monsters to fight for sport. Fight for sport. That would be good. 
Because then, well, I mean, he who likes a good verse? Frankenstein. Verse. Everybody loves a verse. And then at the end, somebody teams up. They all team up against him. How sad is it that the best modern, like, classic monster movie is fucking Monster Squad? I think it is. And that is. came out in 1983. I Yeah. Uh, I can't think of, uh, I can't think of anything that's really worked. And if an- anybody listening hasn't seen Monster Squad, the premise is basically the Goonies, except they're hornier and they swear more. There's monsters. Uh, find Frankenstein's monster because Dracula is trying to. Open the gates of hell. So he has to collect all the monsters. So there's Wolfman, the creature from the Black Lagoon. That's right. Give them Mommy. all. Yeah, give them all to me. I want all. I want a full deck. That's what you do. Well, you got to have them all. But you... Don't do a piecemeal. I say start with the Start full with roster. them all. Well. I feel like that's the swerve. DC messed that up with Justice League big time. So, But maybe it's time to, to get it right. Start with them all. Everybody Fighting the jocks. <laughs> it's a high school movie. That'd be fun. Just make it. Just have. What's the harm? You own the properties. Just throw throw oh. a few things at the wall. Do a sexy one. Uh, I was laughing my ass off because Ash and I were just riffing because we have just we just finished uh, new Stranger Things. We just finished it last night too. Um. It was good. I liked like once it got going. Yeah, I got into it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, first ones are a little, little slow, a little mm-hmm. long. Like everything about it was just a little bit long. Sure. Okay. That's my only complaint. But my thing was like before I watched it, reading reviews, people were like these kids are too old to be in high school. Too old to be in high school. And I was like, okay, cool. What if they had just? You could have easily set the movie where they're all in college. And Ash was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, got it. Animal House. It's just Animal Rat. House versus versus Vecna. Vecna. I uh, I just didn't, I didn't take gather that Animal House versus a demon. They, animal House versus a ghost. They they set that up. Eddie is just a scumbag, so he's like yeah. extra year in high school. Uh, the other two are going to college. Steve's out. The other kids certainly looked high school age enough to me. I don't get I it. Oh, they're just people grousing. Yeah, there's a lot of grouse and too much time on your hands. Just watch it. I mean, they're going. Yeah, it's long. They're going Guinness World Records. Uh, let's make the last episode a, a Scorsese length movie, not just a movie. <laughs> two. And, I was like two and a half. Two and a half. That's what every every time we were clocking it because we watched it like when Harvey's either falling asleep or fall asleep. And it's like hour forty five. I need extra sunflower I need to watch seeds. Movies that I like. Right. Because it's too late and too long. I'll never rewatch The Irishman because it's too long. <laughs> we haven't even started it because it's too long. Oh my god! And then there's another one. Jeez. <laughs> I wonder which one's going to be the Kell. Too cool for school on that set. A uh, Gatlin yeah. Rosdale or whatever his name is. Mat- Matamazino or something. He's about to be on Broadway like this month playing mm-hmm. he's Evan Hansen in the new I'd Dear Evan Ashley Hansen. Told me that. So that'd be interesting. He's the breakout right there. Yeah. I don't sleep on that guy. I smell a what do I smell? I smell Will might be a, a real hot shot. No. They're all Ooh. they all seem like really good kids. Yeah. Adults now or whatever they are. Yeah, right. Oh Vecna that you know, when dude. they show this flashback, I'm like, oh Jesus. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I got my kid to make me feel old. Now I got my TV to make wow, me feel old. Wow, yeah, right? I mean, has it been going on for like 10 years now? <laughs> Ashley was like, we watched this in New York in our old apartment. Yeah. And we were still three years away from moving. Either. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty close. It's a long time ago. Um, yeah, good for them. It's a nice gig. No holy smogoli. We'll just get him. Jump ship. Yeah. Get that Eddie Munson in this movie or this show. Oh, he was Come on, he was great. That's the best part. He was really. I mean, easily. He was great. At a bit, I was like, actor that plays Steve is great. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Eddie Munson is. Uh, uh, what actor am I thinking of? Just in. Well, he looks like Eddie Vedder, or not Eddie Eddie Van Halen. I think he looks and acts very much like. Uh, what's the fucking? I can't think of. I keep wanting to say. Robert De Niro, but he's not. It's uh should have been played by Robert De Niro. <laughs> Robert De Niro would have been in good Vecna. But no De Niro. Uh, <laughs> not the face. No makeup on the face. Uh-uh, you gotta see it all. No, uh uh he reminded me of Iron Man. I cannot think of for the life oh, of me. Oh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. He had a very Robert Downey Jr. affect to sure, him, which yeah, I thought yeah. was I don't know, he's his own person. He was great. It was a oh, I don't want to spoil it. But just me saying that spoils it for everyone. Good, fun, fun, fun shit. Same, yeah. Well, it's no, ho- no, holy smagoli. Holy smagoli, coming at you. Oh, there you go. Get fucking spagoli in it too. Holy smagoli. Oops, all Bronx. It's the new universe <laughs> coming out. <laughs> then eventually we're gonna have Rorschach playing uh, a Dracula. You got smagoli playing Frankenstein. <laughs> Franken or Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein can be Cotter when you can pull him away from his uh, yeah. compulsive gambling at the tables. Yeah. Uh, when you can pull him away from a table with Kevin Pollock and whoever the fuck else takes it too seriously. <laughs> uh, who am I missing? You got the mummy. Can be a Spanish guy. I forget his name. I gotta go back Spanish and watch guys. that show. There's a Spanish guy in that show. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, who am I? Who's the grumpy old? Dean, oh, he gotta, be, he gotta be Satan. All I can picture is the Dean from Head of the Class, the fat guy. Whoa. And all I can picture is the uptake guy from uh, Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't him. I think at it's all. it's one of those guys. Just administration. He just wants to sell the school to the highest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him to do good on those tests. <laughs> Because the school's on, like, uh, rare earth metals. Right. Oh, God. Holy Smogoli finds that out while he's We're sending living the in the school basement. to the moon. That's what makes him so smart. Oh, like some type of new iron he's composite. in the But really, Smogolite. he's just breathing in 9-11, as we said earlier. <laughs> he was a first responder. Oh, that's that epic shot, him standing on the school. You see it in the foreground. He, well, he's just he's got his mop. He's falling, man, off the building. But then, <laughs> Dracula wings. He's out. He's a bat. <laughs> just put Schmagoli's face on the falling man. That seems that seems harsh. Ooh, that's that's a, some classic JP. That'll get you. That'll that's, get that's that's us year two New York when we're like, let's see if these fucking squares can handle it. Oh. They're like, this is. Disgusting. I don't want to handle it. You guys are just. <laughs> Yeah. I came Bad for Bob taste. Saget. Yeah. Well, what do you say, dude? Uh, 
Well, we love you, and there's nothing you can do about Not it. Not a thing. See you on the moon. See you on the moon. Fight, fighting Moon Tyson v. Frankenstein. Boom. Oh, yeah. And Frankenstein comes from... He'll beat Tyson, because he comes from more... Impo- he comes from the soil. <laughs> he's, he's pieces of even poorer people sewn together. Oh, yeah, he's sewn together. Yeah, boom. Just so... Just so a soft paw, south paw on him from old Lou Gossett Jr. <laughs> Can't think of a boxer. Hands of a criminal, but a heart of gold. <laughs> oh, I love it. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Here is that Sicilian songbird, the wonderful Mr. Vinny Barberino. <laughs> Yeah, yeah.